0: You are now listening to It's a Streamable Life Podcast with Brandon and Lauren, where we chronicle life in the peak entertainment era. Now start the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of It's a Streamable Life Podcast, chronicling life in the peak entertainment era. We are your hosts, Lauren. And I'm Brandon. And we are here uh, recording on MLK Weekend. How was your weekend? It was pretty Good. Pretty laid back. I mean,
1: it was it was really cold, so not too much happened. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. How about you?
0: Yeah, pretty much the same. It was definitely too cold to do too much.
1: Yeah, to do anything really.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was kind of mad. I had goals to get up Saturday morning and do some like grocery shopping and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, there's frost on my car." Yeah, it was it was bad. It was really crazy. All right. But, um, as we said, it's the week of MLK weekend and we're starting a new thing here on the Mm -hmm. podcast, um, this day week in history. So Brandon, take it away.
1: Yeah. Um, so we will alternate between this and the questions, but wanted to kind of pick out some things in like pop culture history that, um, kind of were notable and, um, so just okay we'll start slow so in, in in 2002 on this day well this week rather because it was january 20th 2002 um a beautiful mind won best drama picture at the 2002 golden globes and um i just, well i picked that one mainly because of how good of a film it was but i was wondering had you seen it have you seen that movie
0: i have not but i remember it coming out
1: yeah yeah, <clears throat> it's it's really good It's it's definitely one to see um, Russell, Russell Crowe, uh, oh Jennifer Connelly's in it. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good mm-hmm. cast. It's a really good movie. And then a more kind of fun one, and one that kind of makes you say like, like "Damn, I'm old. I can't believe it's 14 <laughs> years ago." But High School Musical premiered on Disney um, January 20th, uh, 2006. And I was, when I fought, when I found this one, I was legit like, "Oh my goodness!"
0: Like that was my freshman year of high school. That's crazy. That's crazy because yeah. That was like, that was my spring semester of senior year in high school. Right. Yeah.
1: Jeez. And, uh, yeah, it, it's wild. But but then what really tripped me out is like, they're still making it. I mean, there's that thing on Disney. If it's still
0: going on. Yeah, Disney Plus. It's the High School Musical the series, the series, or right. Whatever. Yeah, the series of the high school doing high school musical as a musical. Yeah. So
1: yeah, it was definitely <laughs> crazy. I was just like,
0: Ooh. the time's definitely flying. Right. And speaking of time, we've got our headlines here. Um, First up, just real short because they weren't that much to look at the SAG awards <laughs> occurred uh, yeah. Sunday evening and there wasn't much surprises other than Parasite winning Best uh, Cast in the Motion Picture. Yeah, that's good. So that was the biggest thing. The first foreign film to do that as well. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I it's watched weird. maybe half of it. It was boring.
1: Yeah, yeah I, it, you know, award season is fun, but at the same time, there's like there's so much going on that it's just like, oh, geez, like. Yeah. Give me a second.
0: So yeah, that. Uh.
1: Oh no, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that happened Sunday. Um, there was a lot going on Sunday. That, and then, um, yeah, I I I tried to watch, but it wasn't very interesting. And then you had the games on and whatnot. So. Yeah. Um. What What's your other pick for headline this week? Let's see. I think. Looking
1: at him, looking at him right here, um, the Watchmen. I like that. Uh, the the No Second Season of HBO's Watchmen as creator bows out and uh, it's just good. I think, I think we have to uh, as like Americans, just like accept that things end. You know what yeah. I mean, man? Like, cause shit, man. They want to ruin everything. It's just like let the show go, man.
0: Please. Yeah, yeah. So people. People are so used to things being extended, and this, and that, and more. It's like, more is not always best. Less is more. So just having that first season is just perfect. Yeah. So
1: yeah, I'm glad that that's not being touched in any way.
0: Right, right. And for me, um, this is something I came across randomly. Uh they're doing an animated Mortal Kombat film early this year later this year, starring Joel McHale and Jennifer Carpenter. Um yeah. this is very random. It's they said it was based on the video. Well, of course it's based on the video game, but it's supposed to focus on Scorpion's Revenge specifically. So Okay. That's I'm I'm expecting yeah. Um Scorpion's Revenge. Um, I'm expecting like DC level type of animated fair here. I think one of the writers has done some DC films before. Okay. So, that was surprising, because of course we know next year, the Mortal Kombat reboot film right. is coming. So, um, okay, okay. it's pretty interesting, to see, to say the least.
1: Huh. Jennifer Carpenter, hold on, let me make sure I got the right woman. She's the one from Emily <coughs> Rose, right?
0: Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. I used to get her and someone else mixed up a bunch of times. Yeah, I just couldn't. Because she's in um, she was in that show The Enemy Within, but it got canceled. Okay, yeah. And she was in Dexter, if
1: I'm not mistaken. I think she was his sister. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay.
0: We're on the same page. Mm-hmm. I think she's supposed to be Sonya Blade. I think McHale is going to play Johnny Cage. So those are the only roles we know at this point. Mm. Um, And elsewhere, one more news thing, NBC, Universal and Comcast announced their Peacock streaming service coming later this year um, in April, I think, for Comcast subscribers and then July for everybody else. But the big deal with this is it's supposed to be free with ad support. So most of the deals, um, there'll be a, a free version with, you know, the basics, then a how they call it a robust free version for like five dollars or something yes and then like the premium for ten dollars which will have like everything
1: yeah yeah Um, yeah i read about it a little bit i think oh i think i caught the beginning of the today show or something and they had this random huge like peacock made outside in downtown new york or whatever and uh that just kind of, yeah, they went through the whole thing. It's like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Um, other than, like, the new shows we heard about, you know, the Punky Brewster sequels, Saved by the Bill mm-hmm. reboot, um, they're doing a MacGruber series. If you're a fan of that SNL sketch, um, Laverne Cox is supposed to be headlining a comedy. Mindy Colleen will have a show there. Um, and then, of course, Dick Wolf signed a $300 million deal to have all his shows library there so everything from in order to chicago whatever it is yeah um and that comes on tv already so i'm not sure what the plus is for this service <laughs> yeah <coughs>
1: well, it just goes back man it's too many too many services yeah
0: yeah but uh, but the big push is the whole free thing so even if yeah. as a subscriber i think you get the premium for discounted so you'll get that for five dollars if you you already right. Or subscribe to Xfinity or whatever. So we'll see how it goes. Um sure. I I just it's it's just that that age where everyone wants to get on the streaming game, you know, right. right. Their own properties to live where their stuff is. So later on the office will be there, big bang theory, things like that. So I think it's gonna <laughs> um I, I genuinely think that like it's gonna like
1: not Tank, not that one specifically, but I think the whole streaming thing at one point is going to like backfire. Yeah. I think it's going to hit a, a plateau and just level out and people are going to be like, oh, we got to go back to what we were doing before.
0: Yeah, because even people say, you know, Netflix is going to be hurt by this. Their quarter four was great. Yeah, yeah. And they just announced a new method of measuring their ratings or whatever. So they're doing pretty well.
1: Yeah, so So. we'll see what goes down.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be a few years before we see any real repercussions or
1: anything. Yeah, probably so.
0: Still trying to wait out. So those are our headlines for the week. We'll now transition to our Not segment, Mm -hmm. um, where we have episode three of HBO's The Outsider, um, titled Dark Uncle. Um, what did you think about this episode?
1: It, it was interesting. It's, I, I think it, <clears throat> maybe, would you agree in saying that it was a little slow?
0: Yes. Yeah, I,
1: I, I, I still don't think we've learned anything yet. Or maybe I wasn't paying attention enough. But as I watched it, I was like, okay, what have I gained other than. I mean, it's episode two, so I'm not sure how much they want to tell us yet. but um, Oh, but yeah, true, was, true. It was all right. And we met uh oh god, her name. Cynthia Holly, Holly.
0: yeah, Cynthia Revo's Holly yeah.
1: somebody. And she's kind of like a I guess I'm a savant or yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, so what yeah, what'd you think? <laughs>
0: yeah, I thought the same thing, like I actually had to watch it in two days because I started Sunday and then my app started glitching, so I had to wait and finish it today. Um and we didn't really learn anything until maybe the end, yeah. With the Holly character, like a development in the case, which was nice, but then everything else going, on, I was like, how does this come together? The um, the one guy getting like attacked by whatever
1: it was in the barn, yeah, that was. Oh, straight that that first scene with him in the bar when or the strip club when he was talking to a woman like that 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 low key
0: had me hot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how? I was like, this is why he doesn't need be an officer. All right. right this yeah. Is, this is an issue. But yeah, later on he gets something happens to him that was a little off, and then I guess the whole uh, introduction of the prisoner, like I don't yeah. know. I'm going to have to watch it again, because that, that day thing might have me splitting, like, plot lines, but it just seemed a little off.
1: Right, right. And it's just, I don't know, I guess we'll see where it goes, and I didn't read this book of Stephen King, I haven't read much of his work, so maybe that would help, and maybe be a little bit more on track, but. Yeah. Yeah, it does, I don't know i mean we just got done watching the show and uh and watchmen that wasn't linear and then tied things in together at the end so right it's just right. just a thing of being patient again so
0: yeah so we'll I'll, we'll see what happens this next week it just seemed a little i don't know it was like i wouldn't say a regression but kind of just stalled compared to where right. we sort of right. started yeah and then in other news, we had the first trailer for Hulu's *Little Fires Everywhere*, um, based on the novel. This is another yeah. Witherspoon Yeah, uh, from project. her. Project.
1: And I was curious. Uh, I knew this was coming out, and I was excited about it mainly because I've read the book *Little Fires Everywhere* so by Celeste Ng. Or Ng, yes. I can never pronounce that. So, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's two. Two good people kind of anchoring the the movie, so we'll see,
0: oh definitely, yes, um, the yeah. trailer looks really good. It arrives March eighteenth basically about um picture of perfect family and right. how their you know betrayal sort of not tarnished but breaks with the arrival of a single mother and her daughter right um sort of like the truth behind the smiles we portray every day, so it looks very interesting. All right, absolutely. Yeah, kind of hits on
1: class and a, a lot of different things too. On it's set—I don't know if you got it from the trailer. I should have paid more attention, but the book is set in um, Shaker Heights, Ohio. Well, it's at least it's about Ohio,
0: so. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You can't, can't really tell from the trailer. It just yeah, yeah. Right anywhere, but that's interesting.
1: Yeah, because that's where the author is. I am not mistaken. I think that's where she grew up, and so yeah, it's kind of based on. Oh, wow. There, so. Which kind of, I mean, I've never
0: been to Shaker Heights, but most of the Midwest looks the same, so maybe it would be yeah. familiar to us. <laughs> yeah. And it's weird that you get stories like that in the Midwest. It's always, yeah, exactly. you know, a big little lies on the East Coast, West Coast, right. you know, deep Absolutely. South, or something like that. So, yeah, definitely keep an eye out for that. Yeah, there's some good stuff coming out. Good stuff. <laughs> we'll now transition to No Concessions where we had the Lovers trailer come out. Um this is starring Issa Ray and Kamal mm-hmm. Kamali Kamal oh god I can see his name but I can't ninjani n- we
1: ninja. yeah <laughs> we need Mal somebody ninjani. on here somebody on here that just like sits <laughs> and waits for us to pronounce names.
0: Right. Like Siri exactly. or something. Come on, Ninjani. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because, <yeah. laughs> man, I heard butchering it. But yeah. Right.
0: But this looks pretty good. Um, uh, Lovebird sees uh, Ray and Ninjani as a couple. Um, things seem to be going well, and they wind up sort of becoming accomplices in a murder.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like.
0: Um sort of like a twist on Sandler's murder mystery type movie. Right. Um, but yeah, it looks pretty good. S- Slay it for sometime this spring, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't get the date, but yeah, I think so. And if miss I she also has that other one coming up.
0: Yes, the photograph.
1: Yes, that's it with the uh, uh oh my gosh. I'm having trouble with names today. Um
0: Lichter. So yes. yes. That's more of a romantic drama.
1: Yeah, I think that's on Netflix though too. Or I don't know if that's going to theaters, I'm not sure.
0: I think it's theaters, but I don't know if it's limited limited series limited theaters or not. But yeah, ah, okay, I got you. as well. Yeah. I think it's on Valentine's Day that one comes out. Oh all right. hmm. so, yeah, he's just out here doing it.
1: Yeah, man. She's gonna work. And then uh Mush called comes back.
0: Yeah, we got yeah. a a teaser for insecure season four drops in april and um it'll be 10 episodes this time because before it's always been like eight or nine so they are getting us a little bit more a lot to catch up on jesus yeah (laughs) all right and that this next story reminds me of the box office this week at number one we have bad boys for life with 62 million and it's hit 100 million worldwide okay which is surprising um yeah a big surprise hit and it seemed to be a, a pleasant film from most critics yeah. uh number two was 1917 number three we have universal's doolittle which sort of bombed with 21 mm-hmm. million Uh, number four, Jumanji The Next Level, and number five, Star Wars Episode Nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, the... um, uh, Maybe I'm not watching enough TV or I'm not paying attention to ads on YouTube or whatever, man, but I I literally did not know about the
0: Doolittle until, like, last week. I remember seeing early trailers just going what? Right. <laughs> like, because, of course, the doolittle we're used to is, like, the Eddie Murphy right, yeah. version, and this one's going back to, like, the novel roots. It's like, okay, that's fine, right. but at this as being the follow-up for uh, Downey Jr. following Marvel and everything, yeah, it seems to be a complete miss. Um, yeah. And it's set to lose about $50 million. Damn. So yeah, critics panned it. Uh, he, I guess he had some type of weird accent. Too well, you could see that from the trailer. He did some type of yeah. weird accent, and it just—I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think I don't know if people are tired of talking animals, but it's—it's it's definitely a a played trope. It's—it's it's had its time. Yeah
0: yeah it's definitely and especially in this age of cgi like right this new disney film call the wild with harrison floyd literally an all cgi dog like we're no longer like just having real pets like be trained we're just making them up right like why just why not just have an animated film like why yeah yeah
1: it's just weird People, I guess it may seem as like money grabs, like, oh, this is kind of a children's film. This will do well. Let's,
0: yeah, that's exactly what it. it feels like. Hmm. On another note, though, Bad Boys for Life, the third in a 20 year old franchise, did rather well. Um, yeah. I, I actually saw it this weekend, it, it wasn't too bad. I was pleasantly right. surprised. That's good.
1: Um, yes, oh no, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Oh, yeah, um, it was a Jerry Bruckheimer production, of course, so the action was, like, over the top, but I, people enjoy that from the Bad Boys franchise, right. and there was also a lot of uh, heart to the story as well, which I wasn't expecting, but mm-hmm. it, it was pretty good, and Will Smith needed to win because right. his year had been rather bad.
1: Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> curious as to how people were going to feel about it since, you know, it's that first one is such a, the like I don't know if you would call it a cult film. I guess you could, but it, it's well known and, you know, it's a, a favorite of a lot of people. So.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And banking off this success, they're already planning a fourth one. So. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Well. Sonny was looking, looking for the money.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> All right. And we've been some things this week. Go ahead and tell us what you were watching this week. Okay, um, so let's see, where am I? Oh, so
1: I watched a couple movies this week. Um, just, well, one movie, and um, I'm going to butcher this, but it's it was on Netflix. It's the Mayorowitz story, and it has Ben Stiller. Um, Adam Sandler is probably the most recognizable face in it. Um, oh, man, the names are escaping me right now. Uh, but anyways, the plot follows um a trio of children um uh adam sandler and his sister uh and ben stiller is their stepbrother and mm-hmm. they are dustin hoffman's children and he is sick and he's a, like a, an artist that never really made it and you know they it kind of follows them and they kind of go back over their life and plan to and kind of pan out their future of what what it's like you know after he's gone. He doesn't die or anything, but it just kind of, oh, they're, they're yeah, I don't know how to put it into words. They're not really together as a family. They're very scattered. Uh, ben Stiller's like really successful in, in architecture. Um, their sister, Jean is uh, kind of all over the place. I'm not sure what she does. Adam Sandler is unemployed and uh, yeah. So it's just kind of like a family story and kind of see what happens, but it was really good. I was, I was surprised. I had, it's another one of those things I just kept passing it. And then I finally clicked it and watched it, and it was it was worth it. I would say,
0: cool, cool.
1: And then, um, now the second season came out this past Friday, the seventeenth. But I am on like episode three of season one of Sex Education, and it's good. It's funny. You know, I I definitely thought I, I know I am. I'm past the age of like really caring what <laughs> what's happening in like the lives of high schoolers and like college age type things, but. But this is really well done, and um, it, uh, uh, what's her name, Gillian Anderson is a, a, enough of a reason to watch it alone. So, um, but no, it's, it's funny, and uh, it's got heart, and, and I mean, it's actually like, I think it's probably like a good show for the time we're in right now, so. It's okay.
0: a, I've I mean, heard it's great like, things about it.
1: Right, right, and so had I, and that's, I can definitely see how people are, uh, are so into it. So. Cool, cool.
0: All right. I watched a, a few things this weekend. Um, I have yet to finish all of them, but I did start some things, which I'm oh. I'm proud of. <laughs> uh, first up was Netflix's Cheer. This is a mm. docu series about the Navarro College uh, cheer team.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, I saw the I saw the trailer for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In Texas, um, they are state champions, and basically the series documents them. Uh, training for the daytona n c a championship okay. um, and they do a good job of highlighting you know each not every student but highlighting you know the history of cheerleading on um, where it is now, and sort of focusing on uh the s- several characters there. It really remind me of like peak true life from I was just
1: <laughs> That's so funny. So I was going to say, when I saw the trailer, that's what came to my mind.
0: Yeah. It's it's really that good though. And it really shows how many different people gravitate toward cheerleading, just like any other sport, because it gives that sense of discipline and purpose and achievement. And for some, some of these folks, they wouldn't be in college if it wasn't for these cheer opportunities. So it's really good. Um, I think I have two episodes left. I think it's six all together, but okay. um, it, it's it's really good. And then I, like everyone else on Twitter, tuned into Mind of a Killer and Hernandez documentary. Yes, yeah. documentary series. Um, I've watched two of three episodes, and if you did, if you didn't think he was guilty before, this will probably cement it in your mind just how um just how obviously reckless and just disoriented he was yeah at such a young age um we there were some you know traumatic traumatic experiences he had as a child and growing up um especially with the the death of his dad but none of it had to result into what what happened, yeah, and yeah. what he did. Um, it seems like he at a very, you know, the death of his father, that moment, he sort of felt alone. Instead of <clears throat> being um, sort of comforted during that emotional time, he, he, I think he felt isolated and abandoned, and um, he just sort of started acting out
1: very yeah. bad. I saw and, some. Oh, go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say I saw some wild takes on Twitter about this. Just people kind of justifying what he had done and uh, yeah, and other was, things. Yeah, there's.
0: So there. I mean, the this stuff happens not every day, but things happen, and you don't have to react like this. But, right. but it could have been prevented if certain things had happened had happened differently. But um, ultimately, it were if they were his choices. No one forced him to do those things. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Huh. It and it's it's sad in a way because you know he he was so very talented, but also so very um just sort of discarded and. And abandoned so yeah
1: everything that just just like when that went down it all happened so quickly i think is what kind of caught everybody off guard it was just yeah he went to jail he did all that it was he he played at one point it was just like wow like and then before you knew it he was he was dead that was the
0: yeah and the thing is um it it really could have been prevented we we still don't have a very good grasp on how we we allow especially men in society to get away with things just because they are good at this or good at that or can throw a ball or or sing a song like the accountability still isn't there because the just from the documentary like he should never gone to florida absolutely you know well I mean, he no, he, he was allowed to go to Florida, but he should never have been picked up by the Patriots.
1: Right, yeah. when
0: he was, if they had actually yeah. investigated him while he was in Florida, because he caught cases there that were right. never touched upon, so, hmm. yeah, things could it, have gone differently.
1: I just, well, how did they, um, <clears throat> I was about to say, how did, how did they handle the whole thing about his rumored homo, like being gay or whatever? How was that?
0: Um, they and i saw some conflicting uh debate on on twitter about this Uh, i guess one of his high school teammates yeah um admitted that they would i guess had a relationship during high school and fooled around but kept it hidden because they you know they're both both knew the consequences of that within their household and stuff like that and people were saying you know why would you confess that, and the way people reacted to those revelations, whether true or not, it was as if that was worse than being you know a convicted murderer or right right you know what I'm saying so it's it was sort of like mm. the discussion around it was sort of pissed poor, and who he's not here to defend himself, but still that's not a reason right. to kill somebody or anything like that um but yeah, they do touch on it, and um uh people. Tend to think that, since some reason, it's a lie that he couldn't possibly be gay or whatever. But yeah, Huh. but the way mm-hmm. people gravitate gravitates toward that argument rather than him not not him not being a killer or anything like that is just sort right. Of
1: right. Huh. So, see. I'll definitely have to check that out I, I remember first seeing the what you call it the trailer and being like oh wow this is this is gonna be it and, you know, i thought we were gonna get like a a 30 for 30 but i guess this is technically that so
0: yeah yeah and for only three episodes it packs a lot of information you mm-hmm. hear from investigators reporters friends um some family um they even do a good job of trying to um sh- Shed light on the victims and remember their lives. Oh, okay. All right.
1: Well, that's good. Yeah, because a lot of these murder shows, you do not
0: get that at all. So yeah, yeah, which gets lost in the in the shuffle of the celebrity around the scandal. Yeah. And then, lastly, to shift gears, I watched some of the Tyler Perry movie on Netflix, *A Fall from Grace*. Oh God. <laughs> Tyler, we all know he's very capable of, you know, making money, making films, making stuff people want, making stuff people want to watch. Yeah. But at at some point he's got to realize he doesn't have to do everything, because he
1: can't.
0: He just doesn't have the range, Uh, like, People, of course, laughed and mocked, you know, the continuity issues and simple, you know, film stuff you should know not to do, what not to do and everything. But aside from that, what I watched, it just, it was boring. Yeah. Like Hmm. it, like stuff's happening, but there's no, it's, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know. I think when, I, it once again, it kind of came up on us quickly in terms of uh, like it coming out, but.
0: Yeah. No. And like, cause, cause I'm watching and, you know, these people are, are comparable actors, Felicia Rashad, you know, mm-hmm. Crystal Fox, Grisha Webb, like these people know how to act, but it's just the, it's the material that lacks. And then he he doesn't know how to do things with nuance. It's everything's either over dramatic or just black and white and yeah, like one minute is this and then is that, and there's no like realism to what's occurring on screen. Hmm. Mm. Cause it seems like he tried to take like a Tyler Perry film and smash it with a thriller, but it doesn't get thrilling until thirty minutes into the movie. Like, just make a thriller or just make right. a a drama. But them together is not working tonally. So, right. so you get this friction, and mm. it, I, ugh. like. Yeah.
1: I mean, people love him. Like, like you said, he he is talented. But <coughs> yeah, it is a thing of like, okay, man, maybe. Maybe maybe switch it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, cause we don't. There's nothing wrong with having you know a a genre that you like, but you've got to be able to to stretch the imagination a little bit without it always being, you know, a, a black woman hurt by a dark right. man and saved by right. light skin.
1: Yeah, like, that's that's exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how his, his movies go.
0: And it's just it doesn't have to be like Oscar contender, but you should be doing better with, within the last decade, 15 years or so. Yeah. You should be able to see some type of improvement in the work that you're doing. That's all, that's all it is. You can look at it if you want for a good laugh or yeah, whatnot, but it's not it's not like terrible, but it's just not good. It's
1: yeah, I got you. I I know exactly I know what you mean.
0: Yeah. So huh. There you have it. Uh that concludes our no concession segment. We'll now transition to features presentations where we will talk our winter TV film previews for the first quarter. Um, what top three shows and movies we're most anticipating um within the next three months? So yeah. which uh-huh. do you want to start with first?
1: Um we can <coughs> take we can just go with movies Or we okay. can do shows 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 is listed first let's, let's just do okay. it. <laughs>
0: let's do shows all right, so um usually wanna go one bounce one 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 like
1: yeah, that. yeah, we can alternate that's fine
0: okay uh my first show well, I'll start with my my third show um is showtime's black Monday oh okay, season two. Uh, I think it returns March 15th, if I'm not mistaken. I think I have it on my calendar somewhere. But this is the Wall Street dark comedy starring Don Cheadle and Regina Hall. Yeah. Um, the second season trailer looks like a bundle of fun. Um, uh, Don Cheadle's character seems to be um, out of the Wall Street business after the first season uh, consequences and Regina King's Regina Hall's character and Ronald's character are sort of like blossoming back on Wall Street she's like breaking the glass ceiling for women but of yeah. course uh, comedy ensues when Chito retur- character returns um, we'll still see appearances from Paul Shear and Casey Wilson uh, I'm excited
1: yeah that sounds good
0: it was a really underrated show.
1: Yeah, I, re- I remember hearing about it, yeah, and the same thing just kind <laughs> of fell off the radar with everything else that there is to watch, so.
0: Mm-hmm. but it's it's really good.
1: All right, yeah, definitely keep that one in mind. Um, okay, so the first one I picked, and it's a new show, but it's um, uh, Briar Patch with Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm yeah and that starts uh february 6th if i'm not mistaken and uh, if i think i got the it, it's based off a book is what i was reading and i think the premise is she's looking into the death of her sister like i think her sister died like in a car bomb or something so mm-hmm. um and through that she just kind of unravels like a corrupt system or something so um yeah it's definitely interesting. i, I like rosario dawson she kind of does weird roles, and you see her sparingly, but I think this could be good, so.
0: Definitely, definitely. Alrighty. Um <clears throat> trying to go over cold here. My second show on the list would be second season of Showtime's Kidding. Mm, yes. Which returns February 9th with two episodes that evening, I believe. Um This is a Jim Carrey vehicle where he plays a sort of Mr. Rogers-esque uh,
1: yeah.
0: celebrity who sort of has a mental breakdown after the death of his son. Um, I think the last we saw he, didn't he like kill his ex-wife's boyfriend or something?
1: Something like that. Yeah. Run I watched it a car. while ago. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: been a minute, but something, he did something bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yes, Dark Comedy Returns february 9th um half hour comedy it was really good one of yeah. his biggest roles as of late giving sort of like his resurgence in recent years um very uh heartfelt examination of you know mental health and right. uh, how to deal with trauma so that's my second show
1: yeah you uh there was one you told me to watch too and I, I did. I started it and then I just kinda ended up like binging it. So Yeah, it's really good. good. All right. Um my second one is one we already started talked about and I need to get Hulu now. But uh The Little Fire is everywhere with Reese Witherspoon and K Washington. So I think I already said what I need to say about that one and but the um I liked the book a lot. The book was like highly regarded and I finally read it, so um, uh Carrie Washington, we know how good she is, and Reese Witherspoon is—you know—she had like her resurgence started like a couple of years ago, and she like right. hasn't let up. So, um, definitely excited to see where, see how that plays out.
0: So. All right, and then my number one, which you mentioned previously, is Briar Patch, um, <laughs> USA. Um. I'm most excited um, for Rosario Dawson, but because it's a Sam Esmail project. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This would be his first after Mr. Robot's ending, and I see he's continuing his relationship with USA. Um, mm. They're kind of going for that sort of off-brand, I guess you'd say. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm also interested in seeing the, that story about, looks like a sort of a dark comedy type, Almost Fargo type.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I got from it. Yeah. So um let's see. Um I had a kind of a toss up for the last one, but uh I ended up picking the uh the madam CJ Walker thing on Netflix with oh, Octavia yeah, Spencer. That. late in March. And uh if I'm not mistaken, I think it's like the beginning of like they're starting like a mini series things or something because it's only four episodes. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I like Octavia Spencer, so I'll definitely probably check that out and uh, give it a go. Out. Yeah. So yeah, those are the those are shows I'm looking forward to.
0: righty. and now we will transition to films. Our top three movies were most anticipated for the first quarter of the year. Um, my number three is Birds of Prey, yes, and then <laughs> Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. This is DC's next uh, big comic film starring Margaret Robbie as Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad, since they're having you know these dual universes or whatnot. Um, it I think it could go either way. It could be really good or really bad, but I'm hoping it's really good. It looks good on the premise. Um, all these women from the DC universe coming together to fight a common enemy. The The cast looks really great. Mm. And I'm, I'm hoping it's it's, just, it's a success. So.
1: Yeah, so am I. <clears throat> okay, um, let's see, what do I have? Uh, the first one I have is, it comes out the 28th of February is um The Visible Man with uh Elizabeth moss I think it's like probably the third time we've talked about this on the, <laughs> this showcase on this podcast but um it looks really good she she gets into her roles no matter what it is she really commits and so uh, I think this will be something to look out for. I'm not sure how well it will do. You know what I mean I don't think yeah it's going to like blow away the box office or anything but I think it will. I hope it does well, but I'll definitely be
0: checking that out. righty, My number two is back to Netflix. Um, to All the Boys, P.S. I Still Love You. This is yeah. the sequel to To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Um, this stars Lana Connor and that one dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't remember <laughs> his name.
0: Something Chimente or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something yeah, think- like that
1: it's noah something noah something i can't pronounce yeah
0: the noah guy um and they add uh, jordan fisher as a possible new love interest oh oh shoot i just closed my browser but um anyway premise of the sequel lana and noah sort of i think He goes to college, or she goes to college, or they sort of have a little off thing. And she runs into one of the boys she had a crush on in seventh grade. I guess he still had the letter. And things sort of roll on from there. So that's where the PS I So Love You comes from. It was her first crush. So we'll sort of see a possible development of a triangle or whatnot. But I'm excited for the film that was such a big hit for Netflix.
1: Yeah, man, it was, I remember that it was crazy on, uh, <coughs> on Twitter. People were talking about it like nonstop. So let's see, let's see how it does. Um, okay. My second one kind of staying with the horror type aspect is a quiet place. Part two. Um, I, do I think they need a part two? Absolutely not. But am I right. going to see it? Probably. <laughs> so I hope it does well, but, um, but yeah, everybody knows the cast in that one. They know the premise. And I'm definitely excited about
0: it. So. Definitely, definitely. That was on my list, but it wasn't my my top three. Ah, okay. um, my final one is, giving more money to Disney, uh, <laughs> their live-action remake of Mulan. Yes. I'm really excited about this. Um, everything from the first trailer to now has me anticipating Uh, this like reimagining of the story more realistic take right on the um original uh, material from the uh poem the like the lore from chinese lore right um i'm excited for the action scenes and just sort of like the emotional weight that story could possibly hold so yeah that's what i'm looking forward to and
1: that was (laughs) my last one so he said everything i probably could have said so um but yeah that that, growing up that was my favorite disney movie he's absolutely obsessed with him i knew all the songs and just pop that in the vhs man like a couple times a week so
0: yeah i I I think i think it'll do great for disney because oh yeah i do too their live action sort of hit and miss right now yeah yeah so and plus, I saw they're planning to do a James and the Giant Peach live action. We don't need that. Yeah, Come on. definitely. We don't care about who's that for.
1: Nobody's <laughs> reading that. They aren't reading that story. James and Giant Peach is like for us. I mean,
0: yeah. And that was enough live action then. Like he was alive, and he was clay, and then yeah, like, that's
1: and it was creepy. Like I just put that out there. That shit used to yeah. creep me out.
0: That's the first thing that came to mind. It's like that's not going to look right at right, all. Right, right. So, before we close out here, where are you streaming for the weekend? Well,
1: we're going to get to these, uh, these Oscar movies, so um, I'm going to make a choice between uh, 1917 and Parasite, depending on the times, but I think I'm going to, probably going to lead with
0: 1917. Okay. Yeah. I think I will be watching Parasite. I use this Fandango Now gift card I got for Christmas. Oh, oh, there you go. To go ahead and like download it or whatever. So uh, hopefully I watch that this weekend and see what the hype is about. Um, Yeah. Really excited because everyone said it's wonderful. So that's what I plan to be watching this weekend. Sounds good. Right. Um, thank you for listening. You can always follow us on the socials at AS Life Podcast. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can continue to see new content at streamablelife.wordpress.com. Until next week, we will see you later. Peace. Peace. This was another episode of It's a Streamable Life Podcast with Brandon and Lauren. Listen weekly wherever you cast pods and follow us on the socials at AS Life Podcast and streamablelife.wordpress.com.